Blog Talk Radio. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. Om Shabbat Shalom, Holy Way of the Most High. Om Shabbat Shalom, I sense your presence. And I am the light within your soul In the essence of truth and right Love makes the circle whole And here we stand in line Waiting for some sacred sign But to find the balance is the purpose of this time to restore the balance of the universal mind And in the presence of my Lord of light and love Everything I see aspiring to be free And when I call to thee And come on bending knee Surrender to the all-pervading light and love Reflections of the one surrounding me with love And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence Within and without, above and below, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. Without and within, below and above, yeah, yeah. East, west, north, and south, I sense your presence. I sense your presence. Of 
For to find the balance is the purpose of this time To restore the balance of the universal mind And I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence I sense your presence
what I do is I am a coding interpreter, and I interpret a person's life codes to allow them to live a life filled with compassion and looking at their individual blueprint in this incarnation and how their energy flows and vibrates in the world. And I've also created the Genesis Clearing Statement, and that's available for those people that sign up on um, my website for my mailing list, as well as you can hear more about that where other people have interviewed me. You can also find, um, like I said, that under my media tab on my website. In addition, I've authored four books. That has been Activating Compassion, Activating Compassion, the Companion Workbook, You Need Life Dreams, which is about relationships and finding your perfect mate, as well as its Companion Workbook, and a co-collaborator on the international um, bestseller book called by the Divine, the Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion, and Purpose. And then in addition to that, I do what's called the True North Tour, where I hit the road and I go around to different locations and I share some videos and share some different thoughts and uh, do some book signings and events and workshops. And this year, even though I've been laying a little low with things, I'm going to be kind of moving around for the next couple of months so I might connect with some people along the way. Um, but I'm going to be putting a focus on bringing out workshops specific to the coding interpretation work and uh, to working with your own personal codes. And that's going to be coming out probably more in 2017 right now uh, because there's a lot <laughs> to put together with that to, to get them ready for you. And that's going to be really, really exciting. But, hey, you can check out everything that I'm doing through my website. It's a great way to stay up on things. Jesse Ann Nichols George number com, and also I greatly appreciate all of those that share the shows here and because when you do you're literally changing lives and so often just by simply clicking the share button a life's trans- transformed you know through the information and the experiences that are shared here and and then people can always listen to it in the archives you know they come in through the same link that you use to get in the live show listen to it at their convenience or they can catch it through the podcasts and iTunes, my YouTube channel, whatever they want to catch it through. It's a great way to do it. And this is probably going to be one of those shows I would say you definitely want to share because, you know, anytime we get into the healing modalities like we're going to get into today um, and and triggering some of these different electromagnetic fields, uh, it's a powerful, it's a powerful show. And that's usually something that's really, really beneficial for people to listen in on. So before we get started, those that have listened in before know that um, uh, what I like to do is to open and see what name of God is lending energy to our show today. And what I do is I uh, open up and I turn the page every week and, and take a new name of God from the, the book, The 72 Names of God by Yehuda Burke, who's a great Kabbalah master and who loves to take the complex things, put them into everyday language and and that way it gives us a message to work with. And this also gets posted, by the way, on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website. So you can always go back, reflect on it through the week, and, and really enjoy yourself. So the name of God we're dealing with this week is called Sweetening Judgment. And this works really great, right? Because you know I love to work through that judgment piece, <laughs> being that my message is all about compassion. So the initial message she gives to us is every word we speak, every action we perform, is a boomerang flung into the cosmos. And all these billions of boomerangs inevitably 
return to our lives, the positive ones or the negative ones. And this name helps us duck when negative boomerangs are coming towards us. And the insight he goes on to provide is, that we're not aware of it, any negative behavior, even if it seems very minor, brings destructive forces into play. Whenever we speak in an uncivil or rude manner, whenever we cheat, lie, steal, insult, or harm other people, huh, we create a force of judgment. And these negative forces are the unseen cause behind all the things that just happen to go wrong in our lives. It may take minutes, months, or even years, but we must confront the consequences of our reactive speed. Now, right now, obstacles are present in our lives because of a force called judgment. And judgments befall us to the degree that we inflict judgment upon other people. But Kabbalah teaches that our own words cannot serve as an indictment against ourselves. We cannot decree a judgment on our own being. Life, therefore, is cleverly arranged so that we can constantly meet and befriend people who commit errors and sins similar to our own. We judge them, our own fate sealed at that very moment. But suppose we could refrain from judging friends, family, undeserving foes. If this were possible, judgments against us could never come to pass. It's a great thought to think about. And that, that also touches into, of course, that law of reflection, right, where something in what we're seeing in other people <laughs> is a piece of ourselves, and if we're willing to look at that. Now, the meditation Yehuda goes on to provide is through meditation upon the sequence and with genuine penitence in your heart, you lessen or even revoke judgments set forth against you. And take an extra long moment to offer forbearance and compassion to others so that these qualities of mercy are returned to you in equal measure. So again, the common name this week is sweet to mean judgment. The formal name is yud l'adhe. So very, very cool happening there. Now, a little thought here to get us headed in the direction we're going for today's show. And that is, how quickly do you heal? And is it really possible to heal rapidly, even from things that are supposed to be untreatable and have been with us a while? And what does it take to turn around our health? So many of us have heard the phrase, healing takes time. For most, that has been applied to their emotional and mental healing. However, for the physical, we have also heard this. And however, more so, we hear things like, that cannot be treated, or there's no treatment, or you will have to take this pill for the rest of your life, or this will be a long road to recovery. You know, when I hear these things, I say, says who? I have heard all these from doctors at one point or another, and it is a good thing I didn't believe them either. I've removed myself completely from medications that doctors said I had to be on my entire life. Given the body's ability to regenerate, there is no reason that it has to go through years and years of suffering or recovery. Most of what seems to inhibit healing besides our own state of mind is the body's ability 
send and receive messages, particularly from the brain, in order to allow the body to understand what it needs to do. These disorders are just that, body reacting in a realm of chaos and without direction. I would say that when the body is unable to communicate within itself, confusion happens, and this leads to disorders. And if receptors and cells are not receiving the messages it needs to know how to function, confusion happens and distortions occur. However, when it gets clear messages, it can regenerate in amazingly short periods of time. Now, one person that specializes in assisting this process is Master Matthew, and he uses energetic frequencies that help people clear up their energy field and thus be able to transmit the needed information throughout the body so that people are able to heal themselves. And his work uses what is known as electromagnetic resonance. And this is something we are gradually hearing more about. But to put it in everyday language, this is helping the body remember itself the state of health. And it is a sort of rewiring, reconnecting process. And we can help, we can perhaps relate this, uh, say, to a broken link on the web. And when a link has been broken, you cannot access the site. The link must be repaired, refreshed, reestablished, and or corrected in order for it to work again. And what is exciting about this type of technique is that healing becomes possible. And this is because the body, through the reconnected process, can get the necessary information into where it needs to go, sending a strong signal. Of course, the purer we make our bodies, the more effective and faster the healing. And this is like keeping the couch cleaned out on the computer so that it can move and respond faster. It is so wonderful to think that we don't have to wait months and months on end for restoration to happen, but can through these types of techniques achieve rapid healing with some very solid and lasting results. And we no longer have to suffer in pain and malfunction, but can simply repair our own broken links and live in great health even when traditional medicine says that is not possible. I am living proof that the doctors are not always right about these things and that we do not have to live on drugs or accept disorders as permanent in our bodies. Are you living a happy and healthy life that you want to live? And do you have the things that you would like to restore within your body? And are you accepting traditional medicine as the only option? Or are you reconnecting your own channels and healing yourself? Something to think about. And we're going to talk a whole lot about this today with our guest, Master Matthew. And before we get there... <laughs> we got one more little piece we're going to bring in here, and that is our code energy for the week, also on my page of the Main Street Universe tab on my website, jessianmicholsgeorge1.com. And the code energy for this week is all of finding balance in the material and spiritual world. And this is a time where it may be torn between what you need to do to meet your responsibilities and the time that you need for yourself. And this is a time for us to be extra aware if temptations are likely to come our way that try to pull us away from our values and ethics and that try to sway you from compassion and that try to sacrifice the spiritual in the name of material pursuits. And the key here is 
to find a happy balance. Make certain that if you choose something that is more material or worldly focused, that you do it with conscious choice and not just simply out of pressure. So however, that you still need to be balanced with meditational or quiet time or something that nourishes the soul as well. Keep in mind that no matter how things appear to be, it is never really about choosing one or the other. You can have both as a blessing if you learn how to balance them. I'm going to take a short break here, and when we return, I'm going to have Master Matthew with me. He's going to be sharing his work in rapid healing. And the song I've got for you today on break is called Expectations. It's by Claire Hedin. You can check out all of Claire's work, by the way, through her website, www.clairehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
and welcome back. This is Jesse and Nichols George, and you are listening to The Code Connection. Wow, I always love Claire's music. <laughs> I have to say, she is just so gifted and so talented in so many ways, and, and you know, just an incredibly nice person on top of it all uh, to, to boot in that. That song by Claire was called Expectations, and you can check out more of her work again at her website, www.clarehedin.com. That's C-L-A-R-E-H-E-D-I-N.com. And you are listening, again, to The Code Connection. And today I have with me Master Matthew. He is the founder of the Martial Arts of Wellness, is a Kung Fu Sifu and wellness facilitator who is able to manipulate electromagnetism and the forces of elements for rapid healing. He has taught guided and empowered thousands of people to their own healing. His techniques based on a new science of connecting the body through positioning and motion to healing elements has helped broken bones heal rapidly, regenerated ligament and spinal damage, alleviated PTSD, and taken athletes and health enthusiasts to a new level of strength and awareness. Master Matthew has over 40 years of experience in the martial arts. He currently educates doctors, clinicians, and leading-edge wellness motivators worldwide using his precise science of the martial arts of wellness. And that is trademarked, by the way. <laughs> we will be with <laughs> today in Electromagnetic Healing, and you can learn more about his work at electromagnetichealer.com. And Master Math, I welcome you to the Code Connection. It is wonderful to have you here, and uh, great to, to have you joining in and sharing your work today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you as well. And, uh, and um, you know, go ahead. Oh no, go right ahead. <laughs> oh, I loved I loved um, the beginning of the show. I felt like there were so many things that you said that were resonating deeply. Um, with my work and with the current state of healing and the interpretation of healing on the planet and where we are struggling in many ways and looking for answers and having difficult times because of those misunderstandings. And so I thought specifically what you said um, about the judgment and also about how we are recreating ourselves constantly, that's a a major point that I deal with um, in the work because I'm focusing on the position that you take. And so basically a position that you take is a form of communication with everything around you at all times. So if you're in a, a negative position or a sad position or your twisted position, then you're creating twisted particles or negative particles. And so I just very much uh, was moved by it and thought that it it, uh, resonates exactly with what we're going to talk about today. Perfect. You know, I always find that the messages connect. (laughs) They always connect. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I I love bringing it in, and I love kind of giving people those those insights of where where things are headed and and to lead into that work because you are doing this amazing work and I'm glad you brought that up because it is and I've talked about that a lot when I've talked about codes 
is that it's all about this interaction that we have going on. I would love for you to start, though, by filling people in a little bit. Like I, I gave them a little piece of kind of the more technical side of your information, but I would love for you to share with them your journey about how did you get into this work and, and why, why this work versus all the other modalities that are out there, you know. Sure, sure. Okay. It's a great place to start. Um, when I was about four years old, I started doing the martial arts. And I had a, a, um, a very deep desire to do that since I was little, probably since I was um, walking on my feet. I was just fascinated by the martial arts. And when I started as a child, I recall even at the young age of probably when I, when I was about six or seven, I recall that I started becoming a little bit more aware of uh, forces, just how things were moving. So there were moments, and, and I started with judo and jujitsu, which were very much about um, getting close and intimate right up in somebody's armpits and in their legs and, and being twisted into knots and moving yourself out of a position and putting somebody else into another position. And at the time, I didn't understand, obviously, the philosophical meaning of what I just said, and I'm reflecting to you, but, but I did know that everybody was jumping on everybody, and there were some very stressful situations where you're being tied into knots and wanting to learn how to get out of those positions and also to put someone else into a position. And as I started to grow a little bit more, in those systems, I started to realize that there were other things going on that weren't spoken about per se, but they were there. They were very present in the interaction between humans. And, and what this was was like when someone would hold you tight, I started becoming aware of not just the, what they were expressing to me and the fact that they were holding your head and asphyxiating you and keeping you in a awkward position, but I was becoming aware of gravity. I was becoming aware of heat. I was becoming aware of coldness. And I started becoming aware of some of the more subtle types of emotions or energetics that were going on in these interactions between two people. And as I started to play with them, I started to realize if this person has no heat in this part of their body and I move there, they don't have any strength there. So I started ignoring more of what I was told and, and, in a sense, learning and following what I felt that was happening firsthand. And I started realizing as I developed and grew in this awareness that if somebody holds you in a specific way and they're weak in that area, then they actually will never have the force to maintain their own energy. And I started to also realize that if they were imbalanced in that very area. That was probably the reason that they were being aggressive to begin with. And I started to think along the lines of healing, that if people were aggressing each other because they didn't have their temperatures right, because their energies in their bodies were out of balance, then couldn't I heal that through this situation of engagement versus knock them off of their axis? And what I started to learn, which took many, many years, was that the forces that were being presented 
by another person were being presented to me to heal or to knock off the access, depending on how balanced I was. And I started to then become interested in becoming healed myself by learning where I was out of balance from engaging with other people. Now, this journey started to get into more of a very specific science aspect. For example, when somebody is upset, when they're, when they're angry, they get hot, they overheat. Their livers become uh, unable to calm. And in that type of situation, these are actual physical, chemical reactions that are being produced by the body that are creating the imbalances. So when you're engaging in a martial arts connection with somebody and your awareness is very high, you actually can pick some of these things up. And so when somebody's hot, it means they don't have enough coolness in their body. So they're always going to be looking to aggress. They're always going to be looking to off-balance you. And that means that everything they're doing is going to follow that force of motion. And I started to become very interested in using the, the ultimate internal force of the martial arts to learn to create all the different forces of motion that are coming into our body and being released from our body so I would be able to both balance myself and others in the most extreme situation. Healing, which I've discovered in my own path, brings a lot of conflict at times, which is what you were speaking about in the beginning about the negative loops and, and negative thoughts, and even the most subtle ones can really derail us. And as I started to look into the martial arts and the healing part, I realized that when we engage with another person or when we engage even with our own energy, there are major torrential electrical flows that are occurring because of imbalances that we hold and because of imbalances that the fields around us hold. And in order to move some of those, you have to understand what type of force is needed to engage it. So you basically have to have enough force to engage it. And at the same time, you have to be able to bring in a new force that will help balance what is not stable or what is not able to be accessed at that moment. So as I grew and went through many different martial arts, as I left judo and jiu-jitsu and then went into Wing Chun, which was more of a, a um, Chinese internal martial art that dealt with the, the intricacies of motion and the straight line, I started to see that the martial arts themselves were making shapes. And what they were doing at their core was they were teaching your body how to make a shape or a position that had an electromagnetic force to it that would then change the shape and position of another person. So if you were in a position where somebody was threatening you, they're taking a shape, which is, let's say, an aggressive magnetic position. Their hands are up. They're, they're glaring their eyes at you. Their breath is, is uh, ungrounded and hot. And you have to take that shape or position that is going to neutralize or defeat that which is causing damage to your field. And if you apply that to illness, emotion, it fits the model perfectly. 
if you have a, a mental or an emotional imbalance, you're actually receiving feedback, literally electrical signals and elements, which I'll go into a little more deeper in a minute, but you're receiving those in your field, and they're coming in in a specific formation or pattern, as you would say, because of the shape that you're taking inside. If you can't change your shape and you continue to stay in the same paradigm, which is why a lot of the people that I work with will have these conditions for 20 or 30 years where they cannot move a leg or they have numbness in their feet, and often in very short periods of time, they are able to heal that condition simply by me changing the shape in their field that they could not gain access to. And if you want to jump in at really, any time, please come on in. <laughs> this is really interesting and different from what I would imagine a lot of people have heard in the past. You know, some people go, okay, I've heard about some of the energy movement or things like that. But making that connection to shape is really brilliant. Um, and those formation and those stances of, of what we're putting out there. And it's interesting when you're talking about this because uh, that you would have honed in on these being imbalances. Because when we look at imbalances, imbalances is, is codes out to a uh, to a conflict that codes out to um, power struggles that are going on and attempts for control and having to start over again. Uh, so this is the same thing that you're talking about and sharing and what you're doing from your work is taking this energy and basically let's let's start over again, but let's <laughs> let's balance it out here. Right. Yeah. And and I would say, um, to add to what you're saying, let's balance it out and let's also understand the science of how it works and what the law is for what is created in the body and how the body operates. So the next level of the development of my system was understanding what these forces meant. And as I and I'm going to go into greater depth with this, but as I started to get deeper into people, you know, like like you and I are talking right now, and there's a dynamic interaction between us of energetics. There is a scientific electrical transference of energy through my heart, my bones, my ligaments, and my blood toward yours because I'm consciously directing it there. And so what happens is when we link up with someone, whether it's a conversation or even sometimes by accident, there is an engagement of particles, elements, and minerals. And they're actually communicating with each other. So there are things that are being pulled from your field that are coming to me and things that are being pulled from my field to you. And there's a transference of energy that's always happening. And what I found as I started working with people was where they lacked force in their body, where the elements were weak, they had no martial power, but they also had no power in all the other aspects of their life. And I'll give you a perfect example. If somebody tends to, let's say, slouch when you look at them, and they like to come in and grab around the waist, I guess it just depends on each 
position, but a lot of times they may have a weakness in the fire in their body, which rises the body. So it means they often may have a density or too much water. So when you start looking at that, you see that they can only function in that paradigm, but they're not able to elevate themselves to take in other types of motions in their body. So in combat, I would send energy upwards, and they'd have a very difficult time dealing with it. In healing, I would get them to turn to the south so that they would start absorbing the fire element to get some of that heavier energy to move out of the body where it's causing stagnation and aggression. So what happens is you start to add more of the motions of who we are, more of the positions. So just like you said, when you take a position, which might be even a position of saying I'm happy or a position of saying I'm sad, you are actually making an electromagnetic statement. Your heart, which is a, which is a pump, a powerful generator, and your bones which are conducting electricity, are setting up a position which at that point is going to receive only based on the signal that you're holding. And so holding that signal and holding that position creates an interaction that can either change yourself, heal yourself and heal another, or it can harm yourself and harm another. And this consciousness level is so, it's so important. I, I know I've talked about this on shows that I've done. And I think for a lot of people, it's kind of like, well, how do I know <laughs> what's harming and what's helping um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways? And, and I think that's a question that naturally comes up for people. Sure. Um, it's very similar in coding in the sense that, you know, you, you either have a favorably coded connection and that's creating a flow or you don't have a favorably coded connection and, uh, right. you know, and that's creating some turbulence there uh, in, sure. in that energy field. So, uh, so oh. how does somebody start to learn about that? Okay. Well, you know, you know based on how you feel and you know based on here's – a, here's a really a fun example – the idea of position and interaction, the idea of what I spoke about in the beginning when two guys or girls are in a martial arts situation where they're putting each other in a, a stressful position, you're actually creating electromagnetic stress in your field. So imagine in the audience if somebody was holding you and they had their hands around your neck and you weren't balanced, you would feel very uncomfortable and agitated at that point. And so what I say to people is our diseases make us feel the same way as if we were in battle and not able to stabilize ourselves. So you don't have to have somebody choke you to know you're not feeling well. If you, if you listen to how you're responding when you move, how your body feels, how you get stresses, in relation with people and you're not able to soothe the electrical field out or harmonize yourself and you know right there that you have a shape or shapes that are not functioning optimally and they're not communicating with your system and you don't have the force to stabilize or balance them. And I'll say that we can look at 
our our control mechanism, which I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about the heart and the electromagnetism of the heart and how it controls everything. But when we feel like we're out of control and we have a pattern that has been afflicting us for a very long time, whether it's a torn knee or, or asthma or arthritis or gynecological disorder or just rage or sadness, those to me are spheres of electricity that are stuck in your body, in the electromagnetism of your body. And they stay there because we don't get enough of the elements, which I'm going to explain now. So an element part of the whole, it's actually an electromagnetic force that has minerals and particles in it that are responsible for certain types of actions and reactions, just like the, the Hebrew letters you were talking about have different types of, of um, uh, forces. So the elements hold all of the forces of creation. And within the element, you have many, many billions of permutations that influence us based on how we engage with that element. And I'll give you a very simple example so that you can really relate to it. The cycles of our life force, when we rise in the morning, when we get up out of bed, we don't get up because we decide to. We get up because the sun rises and it sends heat and particles into the earth, which creates heat in our blood and bones, and heat rises. And with the force of the sun, you rise. And with the force of that heat, you digest. And with the force of the heat, you have sexual uh, arousal and you have uh, excitement and enthusiasm. And when we get tired at night, it's because the sun is no longer there or it's, it's in the background and you have the, the glow of the moon, which is a different kind of element. It's sending different types of particles that are cooling. So there's literally a tangible chemical connection that is giving you minerals and elements in every moment based on the position of all the spheres of nature and your connection to it. And just like water is heavy and it's cool, so it creates sinking, and at night you fall down to sleep. So it is a pure chemical scientific connection that can be read and used specifically to heal things that have been, I would say, dynamically defunct for long periods of time because they're not taking the forces that are being given to them. This is, this is so interesting. I feel like it's such a good realm from what a lot of people have, have heard. I love working with the elements. It's been a found. It's, it's been a big part of my life for a very, very long time, many decades. And the way you're describing it is is just. It makes a lot of sense for one <laughs> to put it in common language. Um, sure. But it. But it's. It's really. What do I want to say? It's the concept that that the elements hold nutrients for us that you were mm-hmm. talking about. The concept that, you know, these different things are happening because of lot, the lack of nutrients, I think is something that people can really relate to and understand mm-hmm. um, in that aspect. And, and 
you know, sharing, yes, we, we have these natural cycles. So in a sense, through this process, you're also connecting people with their own natural cycles. And, of course, as soon as we do that, that creates this sort of divine flow that assists us towards this healing process. Absolutely. With, without a question, what I would say the battle or the war is, and, and when I say battle and war, I'm not speaking of, of violence. I'm speaking of, of using the martial arts to create a ferocity of purpose toward your, your plan, toward your ultimate goal, which is for the, um, the magnification of your highest aspects towards humanity. So it is not to defeat or harm. It is actually to transform yourself and another through mastering forces and elements. And what you said about the, the, um, the elements moving us into our own cycles, it is correct because they're designed to do so, but they get blocked. And this is where I'm, I'm going to talk about some of the different conditions that I've seen heal rapidly and also the ones that sometimes don't move because we won't move through it. We won't allow ourselves to move through it, literally internally. So when you have a, a condition inside, a disease or a, a um, affliction, it means it won't move. It means you're not looking at it, and you also don't have the force to move it. And so a lot of times, you know, people will ask me, they'll say, I've been to therapy for uh, 30 years on this issue, and it still comes up. And my answer is you haven't addressed the electromagnetism of it. You haven't gotten into your force. You've been dealing with a thought pattern of it, but you've never gotten the force to move. And those are very different things. And so when we align with the forces, and I, I will speak about it again, we do it electromagnetically through the power of the heart and by accessing the fields and the minerals and elements, when you do that, you can manipulate them and you can put yourself in a position that you know they're going to heal you. So perfect example would be, as I said, the sun, its particles, the heat rise. So when I take people who have certain types of depressive imbalances or diabetic conditions, I will put their hands higher. I'll face them to the south, and their bodies will heat up in seconds as I get their ligaments to go into the position that resonates with the shape of that fire element. So fire, water, metal, wood, earth, mountain, all these different types of elements or shapes and all the permutations of them, they have boundaries. They're shaped different. So water has a different shape than fire. Their dynamic expression is different. So if you take the shape of water and you expect fire, it will not come. It cannot. It's the law. And that is why consciously we have incredible power to heal ourselves when plugging into what science is communicating to us. And so these conditions, for example, like um, if somebody has a, a diabetic issue or an um, arthritic issue, it means that they have inflammation. It means that the body internally has too much heat, but it's not the heat that is circulating properly because the heat that circulates properly would break up inflammation. 
So it means that they've taken a position, literally an electromagnetic stance in their life, whether it be through their food, through their emotions, or through their, their um, behavior and their mental construct, they are inflamed. And what's interesting about this is that people don't know the shape they're in, so they continue to recreate it. They don't understand. And so a lot of the work is getting them to see, just like as you would do with giving them a new code, I put them in a new position that they don't want to go in at first because they're hiding from that position, which is why their body is in that state of stuckness. This is a really interesting concept that we would actually hide from, you know, certain positions. And, and I see it, too, um, because I yep. see it in people's codes. When their codes are running one way and, you know, they, they carry certain positions that make them less approachable or things like that. It, it all interacts in there. And then when they start to work with their codes, then, then they open up and all of a sudden they're like a different a different person, mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's very similar in that sense with what you're doing in this aspect that, sure, you might have plenty of a certain element, but it's not it's not moving for you. It's not circulating, as you say. And the body is such an amazing example for these things, you know, whether we're talking about circulation or pumping things through or inflammation or what's happening – it's it's much more blatant than we think it is because I think a lot of times we we get these things and and even the doctors scratch their head and go okay well that that headache could be applied to fifty different things and that you know that digestive thing could be applied to so many things but when we bring it back to the terms that you're talking about digesting something circulating something um, now now we're getting down to the core. And we're mm-hmm. stopping that elusive, that elusive cycle, I would say. Yep. Interesting. Um, something I wanted to give the, uh, the listeners to play with while we're doing this, if anybody who's following would like to try this, and um, you're not holding your phone by your ear, of course, put your right hand behind your back so that you're just gently touching your spine with the back of your hand. So right hand, back of the hand, on the spine, very relaxed. No stress on the shoulder. Just kind of leave it hanging there. And then take your left hand and point it at the earth and keep the fingers together like a spear. So you're pointing your left hand at the earth and you're wrapping your right hand behind your back. And you just Sit there and leave it there, and, and I will tell you what's going on after in a moment. So these types of things that we were discussing about, and I, I like to uh, explain this to people sometimes, that one move in your life can change, make or break everything. If you're driving your car and you change your position for a second, one second or a millisecond, and the, the wheel, God forbid, veers off, that's a change in your entire trajectory in life. If you sign the wrong uh, number on your check, it's also a major move. So all things that you do have a cause and an effect. The smallest movement of a ligament in a basketball game, the smallest amount of congestion in the tissue in the heart can cause a dramatic 
um, imbalance in the body that can affect everything. So we too can move ourselves out of these problems, but it's a specific science because what, what I found was a lot of people that I was working with, and I'm going to go into um, greater detail about how they heal and what they healed from. A lot of the people that I trained and worked with, they were working out a lot. They were doing the diet right. They were going to meditation, but they still couldn't get it to move. And my answer was that, number one, they didn't have enough force in the body. They actually didn't have enough force to move the condition. And number two was they weren't getting at it from the inside out. So when I'm using a direction to heal you, just like you're doing now with the hand behind your back, you're actually stimulating the field to go to work and pull on yourself from the inside out. So it would be different than other forms of exercise where you're burning off minerals. Here you're actually going to be taking in more and exchanging evenly versus if you were to sweat a tremendous amount and not make that electromagnetic connection. And so people tend to burn themselves out to a point where they can't even take in what nature has in store for them. They can't take it through their food, and they can't take it through their exercise because these specific forces have to be connected to in the right position. But when you get them, when you sit there and you make the connection and it happens, you'll feel like, wow, I've never experienced this in my life. This is something new. I've never felt this in my body. Perfect example would be, um, go ahead. I was just going to say, what, uh, before you give this example, what you're saying is really, really powerful, and I don't want people to underestimate what you're telling them to do because, you know, uh, oftentimes they'll look at it and go, oh, come on, how can placing my hand on this part of my body, you know, totally heal me from whatever? you know, inflammation I've had for the last 10 years, let's say, or, or you know, diabetic conditions or gluten, digestive things or whatever it is. And, you know, as you're explaining and as I'm sure you're going to get into with this example, we have to remember it really is the simplest thing <laughs> that we can do to do yep. this. And it's not just, hey, your hand is being placed on your back. There's a whole energetic process that's going on because I get the same thing sometimes from people they're like how can meditating on the number 10 change my life <laughs> and I'm like right. because of the way it's interacting with your energy so it's not just mm-hmm. you know that number it's a, it's a simple 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 connection but it is loaded full of power so please go ahead absolutely specifically when you um, an area that I've mastered which is very interesting is that in, in the modern medical society, they'll generally say that uh, a ligament, when you tear a ligament, that it's done. The ligaments cannot be regenerated. And, and that's where most of us have our problems is in ligaments. So like when spines pop out or when vertebras are crushed or when people have stenosis or neuropathy, these are ligament issues because the ligaments become weak or torn or um, without proper fluids and nutrients, and then the electrical signaling isn't right, and then the tissue connection becomes weak and things tear. And what I have seen, contrary, I would say, to those medical findings, is I see ligaments regenerate all the time really fast. 
and, and not only do I see it quickly, but I have regenerated my own body, which, which was part of my story. When I was, when I was um, growing up, I had a lot of injuries that did not come from the martial arts. They actually came from other sports like basketball and wrestling and, and um, um, weightlifting. And I had some very, very bad injuries that were, I would say, um, to the point of irreparable damage where I had x-rays and I was told by many doctors, this is done. Like, you, you will not be able to, to work this way anymore. Um, specifics were, so that you guys can hear, because I want you to know that you can heal it. You can heal it. So by the time when I was 24... I had chronic pain in my body consistently for about 10 or 12 years from surgeries that went wrong on ankles that were torn and they were trying to repair and the surgeries went wrong and same thing on knee. And I was in chronic pain all day and all night and I couldn't fix it. I went to every modality possible and couldn't fix it. And I started going back to my witnessing of forces of what I understood as a martial arts master and as a healer together working through the martial arts and said, this doesn't make sense. Why? Because if my bones move and every time they move, they're generating a signal in and the force of gravity is so powerful that it's holding my body together. And the force of the atmosphere is so powerful that if it were to change directions, my lungs would, would implode or explode. And if the force of, of heat in the body is so powerful that it stopped working that I would, I would basically as well not have any life or circulation, then I must be able to heal this. And I have to look at the forces. And as I started to pay attention to them, I started to heal my body really fast, really, really fast to the point where I will, I'll tell you a couple stories on this. The injury in my knee that was a bad surgery that hurt me for, years and years straight disappeared and it, it has never come back. It has never come back. And then the ankle that they cut wrong and I had nerve damage has not hurt me at all. And it hurt for years straight, 12 years, maybe 14 years. I don't remember. Um, I had other issues as well. I had a wrist that I could not bend. I have no problem with it anymore. Um, a stress fracture in my foot, all of these types of things, we're starting to heal very quickly. I'm talking like, like um, some of them, 40 minutes of something that was there for uh, 10 or 12 years. And some of them took a little bit longer. Some of them I had to work on uh, a bunch of times, but they always improved. And if they didn't improve, I was doing the wrong thing. I wasn't using the forces the way that they were, that they were uh, coming in or commanding to be used. And, you know, these are some pretty powerful experiences. And, and I think like you with the various experiences I've been through in my life, I've many times looked at doctors and said, this makes no sense. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and of course I can rejuvenate. And people have heard my stories about regrowing my gallbladder and things like that that came up almost immediately as soon as they had taken one out. And um, it it does happen. And as you say, it's all about the movement and the interaction of energy. I mean, if we think about 
even going back to high school chemical experience, chemistry experiences, right, where you put the, the vinegar on the baking soda and it immediately reacts and creates that volcanic reaction um, right. going on. Energy reacts very, very quickly, and we forget that sometimes, I think, because we get maybe numb to a lot of things in our life, and so mm-hmm. we forget to feel that energy. We forget that we have the ability to feel it. Um, Absolutely. And, and I think that's a big piece is, is people – People sometimes are not, they, they struggle with getting quiet enough or getting tuned in enough, I think, to feel that energy movement, to really feel things. So they, they then the questions start to come up, oh, is this really working? This is, you know, how can this possibly do anything? Sure. And, and those types of things and, um, and going in and out of those, those spirals, which, as you mentioned before, also set their own energy patterns <laughs> in motion of things. Mhm. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, a lot the body, of um, work. Go ahead. I, I found the body to be amazing in its regenerative powers, and as you're saying, when we get on board with that, it's incredible. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, a lot of what has to happen in the process is we have to let go of interferences. So the problem that I find consistently that people struggle with is not being able to get into the force of the heart because they are dealing with overwhelming stress in the liver, which I, we're going to spend a chunk talking about because it's a, um, it's a very unique subject that has not been explained deeply enough. And so what happens is um, people become pushed or influenced by other people around them, whether it's parents, family, Um, or just stressful situations that you've encountered. And what happens is you start holding those patterns in your body and you compress your space. You actually compress your energy. As you compress your energy, you can imagine that the nerves in the body are going to get stressed. They're going to feel like you're being choked or or, um, uh, siphoned from. And so what happens is the liver, which is the body's primary vital force, for, for the physical functioning starts to create a defense mechanism. And when that defense mechanism goes up, the nervous system becomes more sympathetic and not able to receive anymore because it's afraid to take in. And at that point, it literally cannot take in new information. It will not do it. And so when I work on people, the first thing I look at is their liver. And I look at, are they going to take me or are they going to not take me? And can I get that liver to neutralize? Because I know if I cannot neutralize the liver, they're not going to heal and they're not going to be able to process new information because it means they're holding something out there that, that is protecting them at a, at a very um, high density and heat. And I would say that, that um, what I can pass on to the audience is that Everything that you're dealing with when you're dealing with not being able to calm yourself down or your um, nervousness, brain problems, brain fog, mood disorders, um, uterine issues, all of them, all of the serious diseases start at the liver being imbalanced. And when that liver is not functioning right, then the brain goes off. And until the liver is healed, because the liver, liver is responsible 
for cleaning the blood and sending the tone or the proper electrical charge to the brain. And if it's not doing it, the brain, which is extremely sensitive, will go into major state of overload and damage, which is why people can't calm down because they can't get the liver to go into its natural functioning space where it's in alignment with gravity and in alignment with the heart. What you're talking about is so is so powerful. Um, of course, the liver is a great detoxifier in the body, but it only naturally stands to reason that that's going to be a great detoxifier for us on energetic levels and other levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find it really interesting what you're talking about in regards to how the central nervous system plays into this in relation to taking in information. And this is a big thing, I think, for people to look at because, as you were mentioning, those environments, those family members, those friends that we're hanging out with are all creating these different stimuli. And, of course, particularly our work in a home environment, uh, family environment, those people that you're spending time with on a daily basis, these are your huge factors to to look at um, in life because they're going to have the biggest impact because you've got the most amount of time around them. So you're getting a right. more right. consistent, stronger thing because the more time you're spending, the more that energy builds up in there. But the the other energetic pieces is this goes even beyond the physical. I mean, the, certainly things manifest in the physical, and I imagine things like what you're talking about extends to even bigger things like cancer, um, oh, yeah. and other aspects humongously. But this also would extend out uh, for things in our life, like whether we are struggling financially, whether we are struggling. Um, emotionally, mentally, because once the central nervous system shuts down, if we're not receiving, we've automatically shut off our ability to assistance. We've automatically shut off our ability to achieve as well. Right. Absolutely. Because, you know, what, what I say is look at everything as currency. So everything is a current. It's a currency. And so elements and minerals basically are shapes and types. So you have your electromagnetic force or field. So you could be in a, in a, um, a stress-free zone like an airplane would be or a, or a boat in a wake-free zone, right? And you can be in a stress-free electromagnetic field and then you can work with certain elements that are going to balance and harmonize you or you can be in a, in a um, torrential hazardous field or zone that is going to bring particles that are not healthy. And so what happens is when you realize that you can't execute a motion, which, which the martial arts were all about, how many ways can I reinvent myself in the form of, of being under stress or duress? So the brilliance of it was that if you are in a situation where you are compromised, and we are all the time, you then are going to move in a new way, not give your force away and give up and not go into a state of disease. And that was the point. The point was that if in early uh, feudal China and even before that, the martial arts were born because one group had a position that said 
my position is I have my family, I love my wife, I love my children, and I want to increase the, the, that benevolence and intelligence through society. And another group came with a different shape and said, we are going to take your position. We are going to take your particles and your position. So this is an electrochemical thing. They're going to come and take the currency. And when someone comes to take your currency, then they were forced to say, we're going to build our position to deal with your position. We're going to change our shape. So literally everything is a shape, but the shapes start inside, not on the outside. They start on the inside of the heart, in the inside of the body, in the, in the inner energetics. And hopefully if one side was able, if the benevolent side was able to increase their position and shape and strategize properly, it would weaken the electricity and the position of the other side, and they would not want to go to battle, and hopefully they would be able to educate them at that point or transform them to another shape. And in the, in the last, uh, in the least most desired scenario, they'd go to battle. They'd actually go to physical battle. But that is why we're talking about something so profound here because the battle is on in a way. When you go out in the world, you're going to hit resistant forces, and they're resisting you because you may be weak in a certain area. So you're going to get that feedback, and you're going to learn how to strengthen yourself through taking time, not rushing to get a quick answer, but taking the new position, breathing in it, getting the minerals to to solidifying you, holding the electrical charge for a long enough period where your tissue changes and then all of a sudden you have a new position. You can respond differently. You don't have to get upset. You don't have to get overwhelmed. You can do anything you desire to do in the moment because you are listening and you are creating in the moment from a very strong electromagnetic position. This is so fascinating. <laughs> My head is ticking a thousand miles an hour um, with with everything that you're talking about. I mean, I can just imagine how powerful this can be as we deal with things. And what I love about it is there's still, even as many layers and as depth as there is to this, there's still a simplicity to this that, yep. you know, we can do these things at any time throughout our day to make a yeah. certain simple shape without it without people looking at it's really funky or weird or things like that um and and it reminds us as well that we we hold the power in any situation if we want to have it um you know Absolutely. not necessarily to control and bulldoze and bully somebody but to you know, bring compassion into the situation to bring Absolutely. a more harmonious flow. Because as we know, a Absolutely. lot of these conflicts that we have with people in the outer world is related to fear and, and not being in one's power. So when each person is so-called standing in their own strength, um, there is no more fear and thus no more reason to battle or to argue or to be in conflict. Right. Right. You can, you can be strong enough or grounded and stable enough to execute the actions that are being offered at that moment that are going to be for the goodness of all people involved. And you will also be strong enough to accept if someone doesn't want to take it and not take on the responsibility of someone who can't take it or is not willing to. 
because there will always be that as well until everybody is in a position where they're generating nurture and love from their own electromagnetic position, that they feel strong enough and can connect to their elements and their positions so that they can feel a sense of love of themselves and power through that love. So when you talk about these shapes, Master Matthew, um, that people are creating, can you give us an example how somebody would create a shape? I mean, I know you've got everybody doing this exercise right now. (laughs) Yeah, switch hands. By the way, switch hands. Um, I'll tell you what that exercise was doing, but switch hands. Put your left hand on your spine, the back of the left hand on the spine, and put the right hand pointed at the floor. So what you're doing is you're actually, on the first position, you're creating heat in the body. So you're grounding the body, and you're actually stimulating heat flow in the body because the right hand is outputting. And so when you put that on the spine, it's creating a, a circuit of heat of outputting heat, and you're pulling the heat from the left hand, which is the parasympathetic side, and so it's absorbing the, the heat from the earth, and then it goes up into the body, works through the system, gets into the lungs, gets pumped out the heart and the bones, and then it goes to the spine, and it, it sends heat up. When you switch it the other way, you're actually going to be cooling the system down, and you will be releasing heat. So your body will get colder when you do the second exercise. Now, your question about the shapes. Okay. So, perfect example is that when something loses its tone, okay, for example, uh, take a vertebra. Now, I want you to rethink what bones are before I get into the shape thing. So, bones are tissue. They're soft tissue. They're not solid. They breathe. They hold charge. They have fluid in them, marrow. So they are actually quite uh, um, flexible. And what happens is the ligaments hold them in place and bind them. And the ligaments have tremendous amount of electrical charge in them because of the, the, um, the strength of the ligaments, the, the uh, tensile strength of the ligaments, the type of protein, tissue, amino acid. They're extremely electrically charged. So what happens is when you send a signal through your spine, either from the outside going into your spine or from the inside going out, what you're doing is you're sending a tremendous amount of current into bones that are flexible. And so if you were even now to take on, take your, uh, put your hands out in front of you, just kind of hold them out or take one hand if you're holding the phone, okay? And what I want you to do is I want you to engage the muscles in the hand. So actually go within your hand, feel yourself within your hand so that you have very good motor control of the hand as if your hand were an instrument and you could play every, every organ, every, every uh, ligament and tissue and every uh, piece of part of the flesh, feel yourself connected to it. Now slowly drop the hand very low and watch as you do it, observe your attention with attention how the blood changes when you drop your hand. You're going to feel like a shift in your body, chemistry. Just hold it and watch. Now slowly lift the hand up and put it above your head 
and express your fingers, extend them out, really thrust the fingers away from your hand and hold that and notice how that causes a change in your electricity. And hold that for about 10 seconds and just observe. But there's a heat and a rising when you do that. So what's happening is when you take on, let's say your body sunk low because you didn't have enough adrenal chemical, you didn't have enough heat because you felt upset or depressed because somebody hurts you in a way, you would actually be holding that in the bones. And because the bones are soft, they change position. So you send an electrical charge to the bone. The bone will shift its position where it is on its axis, and then it starts changing how all the other organs flow because those bones are signaling, because the nerves within the bones are signaling. So you start getting crooked signals, basically. And so a good example would be any disease that you have. Let's say, let's say we took uh, kidney stones, okay? So the kidney is, by nature, it's the water element. It's fluid. It's quiet. It can penetrate soft spaces, and it can, it can peek through any hole of a stone. It will go anywhere where there's space and flow. And when you have stones in your kidney, it means that it is no longer flowing. So you've taken on the shape of something that will not move, which I would call uh, um, either the negative earth element or the, the improper aspect of stability. So you've taken on rigidity in an area where you're supposed to be fluid. And so that shape needs to be reengaged again. And the way that you would do that would be by using the north and putting your hands in a specific position that I would show you and putting your, your heart and mind state in a mode which is more akin to the water. At that point, the north force will pull on your kidney. You'll feel it. It actually creates an electrical charge that will start regenerating the tissue in the kidney and also getting it to pulse in rhythm with what it's supposed to do, and that will start creating the motion that you need to heal the problem. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's a wow. And it's um, mind-blowing to me in that every day I work on people, every day I am seeing incredible things happen for people both people who train in the martial arts of wellness system, people who are healthy that just want to learn more and get stronger. I've seen their, their bones, their spines, their ligaments, their, their um, uh, lives change dramatically from engaging new types of energies and holding them. And I've also seen some very serious chronic problems, which um, I'm going to go into now, change some of them rapidly. And it, it blows my mind. But at the same time, the science doesn't lie. It's right there in front of your nose. And if you understand how to engage it, things have to move because that's the law, because they're moving already. It's, it's really interesting to me because, you know, these are the things that I wish we would teach more <laughs> in the mainstream because I'm sure there's a lot of people going out there, man, if anybody had told me that by putting my hands this way <laughs> – and doing this or keeping them low or keeping them high was going to, you know, 
create this energy flow that could heal me, I would have been doing it forever. Um, and I think so many people, you know, they've, they've heard of the martial arts, but as you mentioned earlier in the show, so many people think of it as more of a fighting sport as opposed to the wellness aspect. Now, of course, we are seeing more of the wellness aspects come out over the last few years with it. But most people have never gotten the explanations that you're giving them here today. So, I, you know, I definitely thank you for that because it's in these understandings that we start to realize, oh, this is why when I put my hands above my head or this is why when I focus on a number, this is why it actually yep. works. Yep, because you're making you're making a circuit. You are making a circuit. I have a circuit with you now when we speak, and we are circuiting each other. And so if the circuits are strong and you hold the position long enough, which is why in the martial arts you'll see specifically in the internal martial arts, you don't see this in modern-day uh, gladiator combat where they're just um, using a lot of heat to, to uh, subdue or hurt the other person. But it's a different kind of training where you're going to stand in a position for a long time because what you're actually doing is you're making a circuit with the electrical um, direction, with that electrical current, and then that's healing your body. And so the, the purpose would have always been, if you think of it this way, if you're under attack, the first thing you need to do is stabilize yourself. You must stabilize yourself. You must. So if you have a, a, um, a stomach problem, you have to first get the stomach acid or the, or the enzymes or the tissue, whatever it is the problem, you have to get that to stabilize first. You can't do anything without stabilizing it. And when we train for battle and somebody gets into your field and all of a sudden they're attempting to harm you, you don't fight back. You stabilize yourself first while if you had to make a counter move, you have to be stable. So what you're training is how to be stable under extreme forces. Now, the mistake that most of the martial arts, from what I've seen, and it's certainly not, not all because there, there are many um, great powerful internal practices that are, are trying to focus on this, but they may not have the language. But the first thing that you're actually trying to do is learn what stability is and to, and to really look at yourself and say, am I stable? Because the nature of wanting to win is not stable. The nature of wanting to beat somebody is not stable. And so if, if we're promoting that in, in classes and we're not promoting the healing aspect of it, we're missing the fact that ultimately at our highest good, we are healing ourselves and healing each other. And healing yourself means you're going to go to battle with yourself. You're going to look at yourself and you're going to see the forces that are unbalanced and you're going to balance them first. And then you are going to go out and heal other people. And part of the reason that I will allow myself to help others heal and activate their energy is because I have healed myself. And this is a point because especially in a haptic world and most people's everyday life, they're trained to react and so many things out there in the world are meant to engage us in competition and mm-hmm. conflict, and it triggers this. We see this in all the newscasts of things, you know, all kinds of things that work where they constantly demand, you know, more and more and more and more. And it's like, as I keep trying to talk people that are in the working industry, I said, you know, 
you can only cut so much. <laughs> you know, you can yeah. only bring it down so much. You can only maximize so much, you know, because, you know, you might have more and more money coming in, but it's like you can't keep increasing every year and decreasing your employee costs every year because you're not going to have any employees right. eventually. And then what do you do? You know, it doesn't right. work that way. It and doesn't so work. In, it doesn't work. But you're talking about the stability first and focusing on self-first. And this is a concept that there's definitely people that have heard that a concept, take care of self-first, but they, they haven't really gotten some of the information that you're giving them right here and now, which is about if you're feeling this conflict, if, you're, if you find yourself engaging in competition, if you're giving way to addictions, you haven't stabilized first. So that has to become the first priority. Just like if you're going to get in the vehicle and you're going to take a trip across the country, okay, you're not going to make it across the country unless you put gas in that car. You're not going to make it there on an empty right. tank. True, it's true. And so the the conditioning of ourselves or the reconditioning of ourselves to learn what our natures are and what our capacity is or what, in a sense, healing is about and and what this work is about, which is opening new doors to what your capacity is to grow and where you've been told something, but do you know that? Do you really know what your body can do? You know? I hear things on many ends at times that I feel to be ridiculous where I'll hear, I'll, I'll hear certain people say, something will heal the body, and I, I will think to myself, based on my experience, no. And I'll also hear that something cannot heal the body, and I'm like, no, it's not true. We've been conditioned to think certain things. And a perfect example, I'll give you a couple of really uh, beautiful examples, but I was doing a group healing, and I, I do a lot of classes in Manhattan and across the country, but I do a lot of martial arts of wellness classes and then I also do group healings where I'll work on a room of people and I had some people come into a group and a couple of days later uh, one of the ladies came over to me and she's a lovely lovely person who is um, into the healing arts as well and she said to me I don't know what you did but my foot healed and I said well what did, what was what did you have what was going on and she said I tore ligaments uh, I think it was about four months before this, and she said, I have not been able to walk. She said, I've had pain. I've been in physical therapy. I've tried acupuncture. She said, nothing was working. She said, I walked into your class. I took the healing from you after, and she said, you worked on my, on my body, and she said, the next day, I went to my physical therapist, and she asked me to do a range of motion exercise, and I did it, and she looked at me. She said, whoa, how, how did you just do that? And the woman said, you mean this? She goes, yeah. She said, you do not have that range. She said, you have not had that range? She said, you don't even have close to that range. And she said, well, I went to a healing last night, and he worked on my electrical field. And then she said she went out in the street, and she started realizing she had no pain. And she'd been limping for months and months, and it was gone. And she then, you know, one, one more time, she had, I think, a little bit, of a little bit of pain, but I worked on it, and it disappeared. And there have been about... I have hundreds of those where people who've had neuropathy for 40 years, 40 years of no nerve sensation in their legs, and it comes back after two sessions because the body is trying to do it. 
And boy, can we stay stuck. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing is our body never really gives up trying. We just have to be on board with it. Yes, yes. The mind has to be synchronized with it because the biggest issue is a lot of times the liver, I'm going to go back to the liver. When the liver gets hot, we get afraid and we start seeking. We seek things outside ourselves and we cannot calm down. So all of the addictions, everything that's going on with like over-sexing, over overeating, over-fighting, over-religioning, over over-philosophizing, they're all liver issues that are creating too much of a mental heat and it's creating a need to strive, win, get something from the outside, and we cannot calm that down until the magnetism in the body is right and grounded properly. And so what happens is people will come in and they'll feel like they want to heal, and they say they do, but the mental energy is too difficult, and it's not in alignment with their body because they have too much heat or stress in the liver. And what happens it's is, such, sorry, go ahead. I left you that gap. No, Take go, it. Right <laughs> oh, no go right ahead. I was, go right ahead. What I was going to say is the liver will signal, start signaling all the different parts of the body. So it'll signal the kidneys, it'll signal the heart, it will start sending um, uh, chemicals as well, stress chemicals in different directions because the liver is not just a detoxifier, it's also a storehouse. So it's a regenerator. It makes hormones, uh, holds amino acids, makes amino acids. It's making chemicals for your body to regenerate the hormones and to keep the blood clean. So if it's under attack or if it's defending itself, you will not regenerate anything new, which is why we as a society can get stuck in old ideas. All of these are liver problems. They're really a liver problem. And, and as you said earlier, the, the mind aspect of the liver, yes, it's the consciousness of the liver which is creating problems. You're bringing in so many good points right <laughs> now. So many good points. And, and the concepts are parallel concepts that we need to be aware of. If you're describing what happens with the liver, I'm thinking, you know, how many of us sit there and try to do our own regeneration processes while we're under attack? And we don't really function that way or the energy doesn't really function that way naturally. As you mentioned going back and bringing this back in, you've got to stabilize first. You've got to take some of that heat down and balance out first before you can regenerate. You know, if you're, if you're, um, I don't know, what do I want to say? If you're, if you're, uh, mind is still ticking away about that issue that came up last week. You can't get focused and do other things completely. You're not going to be fully in the other aspects that you're doing. Uh, you can't yep. make the personal transformations because you haven't cleared that energy or you haven't balanced it or transformed it yet. Um and, and I think so many people, when they encounter on their path, be, be it that we're talking about something physical or mental or emotional, they, they try to keep forcing that regeneration when they haven't dealt with 
what is attacking them. They haven't dealt with that stress first. It's kind of like, well, I'll just sit down and regenerate myself, but I'm not going to get rid of the stress that's coming in. That's right. That's that's right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And and we've been conditioned, unfortunately. A lot of the problems that I see, and I'll I'll have a book coming out uh, hopefully within a month, um, but a lot of the problems I see is that we actually don't have the wiring or circuiting to even do it. That because we've been going on for generations, um, repopulating ourselves without healing our livers, without properly getting grounded, we lose our circuitry. So many of the problems that you know are called DNA problems, which which this is nothing new, but they can be healed with rebalancing the elements. They absolutely can because once it takes over and the electromagnetic force is strong enough, the nuance of the elements and the minerals, meaning like the 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 way that they move, the way that they communicate, the way that they take on different directions and different forces, you can regenerate or rebuild something new in your body. You absolutely can. But it doesn't happen from just, let's say, visualizing or thinking. You have to make the connection to the elements. It has to be real. And it has to have a certain level of focused intensity and stability and depth. Or you just, it's, it's like drinking a sip of water when you're dehydrated. It won't do anything. And I think that that's such a, I think that's such a point to be making, too. I mean, it's that aspect of, I don't know, I guess another parallel outside of physical is, is like saying, I'm sorry <laughs> to somebody, but you right. don't really mean it. You know, your heart is an right. it, you know, you're bored with it. And if, if you don't really feel it, then not happening, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. True. So, so yeah, getting in, just to that full self, I guess, is the thing. And like you say, you work through the cabinet and you balance it, the heart takes over, so it starts movement, the profession, the healing. My mind is taking with so many parallels as <laughs> you're talking right now uh-huh. and so connections of things that it's, you know, it's really fascinating. I just had a message come in from somebody listening to the show and they're, they're asking, is this why alcoholic therapy uh, work does not work because they, they never address cleansing the liver? Yeah, I lost the first part of the question. You said, um, is this why alcohol therapy does work, or di- I didn't hear the whole thing? does not work. Why the alcohol? Oh. Yeah, you know, this is what I would say about a lot of those addictions. Um, a lot of those addictions are difficult to deal with because the the chemical circuits or loops from the liver to the brain have gotten so uh, addictive. So think of it this way, okay? If the blood is electromagnetic, which it is because it's made of iron, so it's like a, a, a recording substance, and then the liver has poor chemicals, poor thoughts or stress in it, and you're feeding it uh, both tremendous amount of alcohol, sugar, toxins, and then that goes into the brain, well, what you have is you have a loop. And it literally creates a wiring loop where the brain starts becoming dependent more on the sugar, less on other types of nutrients. 
and it also can even become dependent on the the pattern itself, the the feeling for the drink. So these have to be cleaned out of the liver, but not not the normal way what people think. It is not just go do a liver detox. It's something else because you actually have to get the liver to go back into a balanced state. And then at the same time, you have to get the nervous system to work with the liver again. And when they're not communing, communicating together, that's when you have people who cannot calm down no matter what. They cannot break the addictive cycle because the chemicals will never go back to normal because it's been so badly disturbed. It's, now, and, and there are answers. That's another big piece is that interaction, that working together piece in there. So I'm yes. glad that you brought that yes. up. Yes. And the working together part comes from uh, several things that I work with and that I know of that are extraordinary, and I'll pass them on to um, the person who is uh, inquiring. So number one, the motion in the body has to change. The liver actually has to become fortified with certain positions that they'll actually be up on my website in a week. They'll be up. So I will, I will email you and let you guys know um, where you can see them, but I'll show you a little bit of how you start to do that. And then you have to start to get to move into new patterns. So the nervous system has to electromagnetically start to raise its frequency past the addictive frequency, and then you have to remineralize it in a higher, uh, higher position or aspect, and then that will start to release itself. And the other thing that I recommend, and I'll send you guys a link after, but I work with these products in my um, practice that are specifically designed to heal the electromagnetic function between the liver and the brain. And I've never seen anything work like this because I've worked with a lot of different things over the years, but I see people who have addictions to cigarettes, to alcohol, uh, all types of problems ranging the gamut from Lyme disease to um, depression, fibroids, um, even prostate tumors. But I've seen these things disappear using these um, bioscience international products because the products are actually penetrating the liver and rewiring it, understanding the fact that, that the liver can hold patterns that are not able to be released by uh, typical means. This is so fascinating. <laughs> this is so fascinating to me. Um, and, and, you know, that, that is another layer of things is that we need to support our body through those physical levels, through helping it do that rewiring, um, not only mm-hmm. through the positions and the mindset, but physically. Um, yes. You know, it's one of the those things that, yes, the mind is very powerful, but when we get all of those pieces on board, uh, I, I think one of the things you expressed on your website had to do that the clearer your body is, the more you cleanse it on a physical level, and the clearer it is, the easier it is for the energy to move through it. And the easier oh, yeah. it is for the energy to move through it, the faster the body can regenerate and heal itself. Uh, in a very, very efficient way, the, the sooner it can make those reconnections and rewire and restructure itself um, so yep. that everything is functioning in a state of harmony and flow and connection. 
it's why I'm uh, going back to the alcoholism or addiction because there's a great point I'd like to make to help people who have these problems. But when you're struggling with those types of addictions, the reason that you go for the addiction is the underlying cause. It's not the action of the addiction. And the reason we go for them is because we are unbalanced. And so we, when you're unbalanced, you can't stabilize your body. You can't put it into homeostasis. And so you start reaching into these um, – you start reaching for a substance to make you feel good because you don't have the capacity to do it yourself. You actually cannot self-regulate. So the more you reach for something outside of yourself, the more you damage the parts of the body that are not involved in the addiction. So, for example, the liver gets hot, the brain gets nervous, the nervous system gets nervous, and all of a sudden you're like, I want a drink to calm down or to get my system to calm down, and then you end up poisoning the, the liver, you poison the kidneys, you poison the blood, and you still never solve the issue because you never fix the electromagnetism. And the electromagnetism can heal itself. There's, there's so much power in simply understanding how position works and getting the ligaments to connect to the earth force and to some of the spheres around us and to absorb their minerals. It is a visceral chemical reaction. It's not like a an idea. It's actually really changing your chemicals. This is, this is an important piece. And of course, as we know, the chemicals within the body, the chemicals within our energy fields, um, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you're, you're expressing it so well. Oftentimes I jump in and I have all kinds of points to say. <laughs> oh. But you're just expressing it so well to start with. So uh, there's not a lot there. What I would love, Matthew, because we all want to down here to the, the end part of the show, is to share with people maybe some of the upcoming events you have. Make sure they know your website again, um, how okay. they can connect with you. Uh, give them all of those Great. little bits and pieces. Great. Okay. Um, first of all, that was fabulous, by the way. Anyways, really enjoyed working with um, your process. And and uh, I, I could feel you kind of uh, just, just kind of sorting it all and sifting it and, and uh, with a great amount of enthusiasm and support. So it was great, great, great uh, fun and f- really feel the synergy between what you're speaking about and and your resonance of uh, what I'm expressing and your, your kind of innate understanding of it too. So it's really um, um, great fun. And I'll jump to the, um, so, okay. So coming up um, first, my website is www.electromagnetichealer.com. So it's electromagnetichealer.com. And in a week, it will also be themartialartsofwellness.com. And on there will be a lot of the upcoming events. And you can email me through the site, and I'm happy to, to um, answer anybody's questions or call you back when, when I'm free. Um, I'm seeing people generally in the city every single day. And I'm also teaching classes, usually three nights a week 
in Manhattan, as well as doing healing groups. I will be at the um, yoga festival on, I have to check the date. I'm actually not sure. I think it's June 17th. So there's an event there. Um, I will be in Los Angeles next week, actually um, doing some healing work as well. And um, in DC this weekend, doing a, another healing event. And all of those should be listed on the website. And you can also email me directly at info at electromagnetichealer.com. So info at electromagnetichealer.com. And I'll be happy to answer any questions or, or help anybody if you need assistance. Wonderful. So lots of opportunities to catch up with you. Um, lots of things going on, yeah. which is great. And um, and I love that, <laughs> that you've got all of that. And, um, you know, I really want to thank you for your time today, your sharing of this, opening people's eyes to to what you're doing. And, you know, not only the magnificence of the work that you're doing, but also just the magnificence of what they can do for themselves as well, utilizing these processes. Um, because I think so many times when we do get wrapped into that stress and we get wrapped into all of these different mindsets and the putting of the physical body, we sometimes forget these things. We sometimes forget that yeah. we have all this ability with us. Definitely been a gift to have you on the show today and, and sharing all of this and um, being with us, and I hope definitely people will go and check out your website, check out the work, um, connect with you <laughs> along the way, and and make that happen. Um, and I may have lost some of the sound that I have where I can hear uh, Matthew if he's trying to say something, but um, I just want to mention to everybody that next week I will be doing my own show actually on eating with a consciousness, and so we're going to come to some of the codes um, that are involved and, and how codes influence us with eating and how eating with codes can be for us uh, with the energy that we're putting into our bodies can be a great for this show. I also uh, want to mention, don't forget, you can check out all of my work, whether it's working with codes, monthly video chats, archive shows, interviews, um, books, whatever it is, all of those great things through my website, jessianmichelsgeorge, the number one.com. And also May's special deal. When you purchase the ebook version of either Activating Confession or You Need Life Dreams, and it's a company workbook, um, will be given to you absolutely free. So, you know, you purchase, you'll show me that you purchased it, and I'll send you out the, the ebook workbook absolutely free. So pretty cool stuff there. Don't forget we've got several shows here on the Main Street Universe. And Tuesdays we have um, Susan Weed, who's here working herbs and natural plants. Um, oftentimes Wednesday nights we have our flagship show. Darren Bupair is coming on once a month. He comes in from Madame Lavo in New Orleans and um, you know, does his show on spiritual insights, which is very, very good. And, of course, there's a code connection. Hey, this is Jesse on Nichols George. And I'm so glad that you joined me here today. And thank you to all of our listeners, not only on Blog Talk Radio, but also those streaming live on Penn, known as Parent Encounters Network, 
StreamFinder, and TalkStream Live, and those catching our podcast at iTunes, TuneIn.com, as well as those that are catching the YouTube version of the show. Don't forget that if you've enjoyed the show today, share it with others. It's going to be available at the same link in our archive. I'm going to leave you today with the song Yearning For, also known as Over and Over. It's by Shumshai. And thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again next week right here on The Code Connection. May you enjoy the rest of your weekend and have an amazing week. And if I could see what makes me blind I would soar to the edge of my mind And to touch what seems unreal Just to show you the way that I feel And we are in time with time One with season of change inside And we are in tune with the tune Caught in a balance of sun and moon Oh, deep inside There's light within Shining to show you It's here to begin When all I have Is all I need I will soar to the edge of me
Yeah. 